Blog Talk Radio. There was a time I was so afraid, so scared to do what I wanted. In looking back, I can see all the mistakes that I made, and I wish that I Talk to me and tell me I can change. Don't be afraid. Just walk with your head up high. Don't be afraid. Just take it one step at a time. Don't give up on your dreams, no matter how small. Hi, welcome to Blog Talk Radio Safe Recovery. This is Monica Richardson, and I am your host. Today is July 25th, 2017, and I decided to do a show, a really short one. I might take some callers if you're out there, uh, to just talk about, you know, not a departure, but to be able to interview some other people that it isn't just about exposing Alcoholics Anonymous and forcing change with Alcoholics Anonymous. But as I began to um, investigate and start by just trying to make it safer way back when I was still in it, that there was more than 13-stepping, as you all know, and that there was rape and child molestations and murders. So then I was like, well, how is that happening? And so then I find out about the court system and their court ordering violent and sex offenders and they're court-ordering average citizens to the tune of over a million people a year. Maybe that's gone down since Uber and Lyft have really taken off. I, I do hope that's happened. But what we have is, um, you know, there's other people, like so we could interview people that are addressing, say, domestic violence. Or we could interview people from RAIN, which would deal with rape and crisis, um, we could interview some lawyers. Um, there's, in fact, one lawyer I reached out to who is taking the Scientology case, and we wouldn't talk about AA because it's. But he would talk about how he's been representing this man with Scientology and suing them. So um, I'm going to start off with. Uh, I've been doing the podcast for six years. March of 2011 was the first show. Um, you can hear that if you go listen, that all I did was call myself Massive. I still didn't feel comfortable using my real name. How silly that seems to me now, but that's okay. We have some 275,000 listens of the show. I think I've done a couple hundred different types of shows. And um, I want to interview some other filmmakers. I met some really interesting filmmakers. Uh, one guy was from Turkey. I don't know if we're going to get to do that. We'd have to do it through Skype, but he made a film about rape in Turkey, and it was very beautiful, a very well-done film. Uh, he said that's a big problem there. And then there's a friend of mine, Jeff Amar, who is a professional piano player, 
he and I are working together on uh, getting some, you know, lists of songs and want to sing out together. He's already out there, been playing professionally for 35 years. I'm going to interview him so you can get to know his music, Jeff with a G, so he's going to be on soon. And we're going to have somebody uh, on tomorrow. I'm going to post it as soon as I'm done here. But uh, I want to start with, let me see, I'm sorry. I'm going to just take a really quick look at, um, tomorrow we're going to talk to a woman who is actually running for office, but she's also a harm reduction specialist. I believe that she is also a, um, I believe that she's a lawyer. Her name is Zara, like Sarah, but with a Z. Zara Levin Fragasso is going to be on tomorrow afternoon, uh, my time. And then, uh, I forget what time we said, but I'm going to post it and create it right after I get done with this really short show. Uh, all righty. So if you have, if you know me uh, and you want to, you know, have an idea of somebody you'd like to hear on the show, please feel free to email me. You can find me on Facebook at Monica Richardson. Like the film, the 13-step page, if you would. Um, it's streaming on Amazon and on uh, Vimeo, and I'm working on um, having a sale on it for the price on Vimeo to cut it down so that more people can afford to get it, and I'm figuring that out now. Okay, so um, I feel a little bit, uh, okay, someone is out there, you have to open your flash player. I guess you're going to have to do that. It's Maybe that's why I haven't seen anybody in the um, in the chat room in a while. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll figure it out. So you might you might have to you know redo your you have to might have to open a flash player. Maybe I got to do something. I don't know. It looks normal to me here. All right. So there's a big story. I think there's a big story. Um, there's two big stories. One is a police officer being sent to Alcoholics Anonymous again. A Lorraine officer sentenced keeps his job, and this was reported by John Wysochansky at the Chronicle Telegram. All right, all right. So in Lorraine, a Lorraine police officer accused of attacking his wife last month has a string of alcohol-related problems while off duty, according to a review of his personal file. Although the documents provided Monday by Lorraine police don't go into extensive detail about the prior incidents, it makes clear that the department was concerned about James O. Connell's alcohol use before the March 22nd incident in which he was accused of attacking Nicole Connell, uh, that's his wife, after a day of drinking. Um, a July 2015 document said that Connell first got into trouble in January of 2014 after he was caught trying to walk home at night while intoxicated. Wow. I mean, that's, like, that doesn't sound very, you know, dangerous, somebody just walking home while intoxicated. We can't do anything in this country anymore. But anyway, the second incident came in May 2014 when officers responded to a noise complaint and found um, him riding an ATV while intoxicated. So he's been riding an ATV while intoxicated, walking along the road while intoxicating. But we don't like what he did to his wife, okay, that's for sure. But it escalates. It looks like it escalates because if we read down in the story, um, after the last incident, Connell was ordered 
ordered to undergo alcohol addiction treatment. And he's in Ohio, so I guess what that's, that's going to be. be interesting to find out what was the name of the treatment. Was it real treatment or was he just given all AA? And received a three-day suspension from work and was held in advance on the condition of a one-year good behavior. All right, I'll see. I'll random alcohol testing. Rivera wrote that it was clear to Connell's supervisors that he had a drinking problem. An earlier report in Connell's file noted that he told the police department employee review board that it was the last incident in 2014 that convinced him to seek treatment and begin attending Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. Captain Jim McCann wrote in 2015 recommendations to Rivera that Connell's problems appeared to be alcohol-related and all happened while he was off duty. All right, I'm not going to read the rest, but um, what happens is that in the link of this first part of the story, uh, which was written, this part was written by, no, Brad Dickin. Okay, Brad Dickin. You can follow him on Twitter and talk to him about this. Then it says that um, they talk about what the fight that he got into his wife, which was pretty nasty, had her by the throat, uh, had her in a chokehold. Then it says, Lorraine officer has a number of previous alcohol-related incidents on file. Um, and after attacking his wife last month and a string of alcohol-related problems, so that's where they get into the domestic violence, uh, and it looks pretty looks pretty bad and looks like he needs uh, to go to, to jail or prisons for um, having his wife grabbing her by the throat. And uh, anyway... So there's this one. And then uh, what happened is that Scott posted on, where'd you post it, Scott? It looks like it just got posted today about, here we go, Michigan State Police. Troopers suing state police over fallout from Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. Craig Tura says he's being discriminated against for something he said in what was supposed to be a confidential meeting. Oh, boy. Let's see what newspaper. This is breaking news on um, Michigan. It's Detroit. Associated Press reported on it. Um, State Troopers is accusing the Michigan State Police of discriminating against him based on the perception that he is an alcoholic. Um, the, the Detroit, oh my God, there's advertisements popping in. The, the Detroit Free Press reports that Craig Tour filed a lawsuit in July 17 for discrimination and retaliation under the Michigan Persons with Disabilities Civil Rights Act and the Elliot Larson Civil Rights Act. The suit alleges Tour attended 2014 Alcoholics Anonymous meeting where he shared how troopers in a special enforcement unit drank and drove state vehicles during training sessions. Tower thought his story was confidential, but another attendee reported the infractions to police, prompting an internal police investigation. The agency has since taken away Tower's gun and declared, oh, my God. So, you know what? This is an interesting story because it looks like he kind of fell into what people do in meetings and uh, tell their story, and he thought he was, like, you know, in a safe place, uh, to do it, and um, and so somebody reported on him that they were, you know, I guess nobody can have fun, right? It's like people just can't have fun in America. 
Like he, he can't walk along the street and be drunk. I, I've known a couple people who were like pulled over and were, but they were pulled over and stopped, and um, they were given a DUI. They weren't even driving. That's pretty shitty. I think that one of the things that I want to do is have some shows where people can just call in and, um, you know, they can call in and talk about deprogramming and what they're going through. They can ask questions. And in fact, let me see, we have like we have a lot of time, 17 minutes. If you want to call in, it's 818-475-9211, 818 475 And, um, you know, I'd love to talk about I have a lot of groups, okay? So I have a blog called Leaving AA. I have another blog called Step 13, Step in AA. And then I have, uh, here's the groups that I have on Facebook. So deprogramming from AA or any 12-step group is a closed group. There's 800 members in it now. You have to ask. And if you look like you're not a real person, guess what? I'm not letting you in. You'd have to, like, know me through somebody to let you in because I'm not going to deal with that crazy stuff. Um, okay, I have a leaving AA, but it's it's a community. I didn't really know what I was doing when I created that one. So then more recently I realized, okay, we need a leaving AA uh, closed group. People can't see your stuff um, on Facebook. So I did that. It's got 106 members in it now. Now, look, this one is for people that are maybe leaving. So maybe you're still going, you know, Um Maybe you're trying to figure it out. I want that for you. You know, to be able to figure it out. Okay, then the 13 steps of film, I have a film page for the movie. All right, and then people say nice things about the film. They say, oh, this is a terrible film, whatever they say. I don't care. All right. <laughs> the next one is say no to AA for a DUI. This is a public group. And I made this a public group because there's a lot of people who don't consider themselves a part of it, in it that want to change this, and there's 111 members in that group. Um, uh, let's see. Expose AA, Alcoholics Anonymous Activism. It's a closed group. There's 160 members in that. And that I kind of try to, um, you know, uh, you know, I just check and see if you look like you have a real Facebook page or not. But that's an important one. I think people really want to get involved. So you might be deprogramming, but you may not want to get involved in any activism. So join the deprogramming and the leaving AA group, but maybe not, you know, if you're not interested. Another group that's not mine, but that's a good group, it's very big, is Families for Sensible Drug Policy. And this group has 2,000 members. Uh, you'll see a lot of people in harm reduction, some people who once maybe thought AA is a great idea who don't think it's a great idea anymore. And um, it was started by Carol Katz-Bayer and also by Barry Lesson, L-E-S-S-I-N. And he is in Pennsylvania. I think Carol is too. They're great people. I've interviewed him. And uh, we were supposed to have them on, but we haven't had them on yet. So that's a group that's not mine, that, um, you know, it's different. Then I have Monica Richardson, which is from my music. I finally got everything up on CD Baby, Hand Stories and Record Store, and a very, very old, old, uh, very old CD from 2002. Um, there's still some nice things on it. All right. Um, let's see. The other one, the newer one that I made is Make AA Safer Activism. I don't know why I didn't make this, like, right away. But you know how that is. You look back and you go, 
So I made this. I put up the safety pamphlet that I created and um, what the mission statement is there. And this could be for people who actually are still in 12-step who want to make things safer as well as people who've left. And because there's some people who've left who don't want to make it safer. They want it, A, to just implode on itself. Uh, personally, you know, I don't really care if it goes away. But what I care about is while it still exists, I want to make sure that um, they um, they do something about it. Here's another group, pro-AA versus AA critical debate and discussions. It's not very busy. It's, it is a public group. Um, it's only 39 members. And, uh, you know, I don't know why, but um, I just don't give it that much time. But I think people uh, who are pro could go in there and, and fight about things. I put like a two, two guys boxing fists or, you know, boxing gloves or the picture. So if that's what people want to do, I think they should go there to do it. Um, the Rowdy Rum is a place, but in the Rowdy Rum, it's interesting. You uh, can't, um, you couldn't say bad things about AA in the Rowdy Rum. They say, oh, yeah, we're like free thinkers. We can talk, but that's not true, you know? And um, all righty. So I'm going to say it again, the number is 818-475-9211. If you want to call in and uh, make a statement about why you left and um, how you were deprogramming or what you're finding, um, you know, problematic for you now that you've left and all the brainwashing that goes on. If you have something that you want to say, please feel free to call in. Now, um, here we go. Um, leaving AA, leaving AA group, right? Uh, oh, there was there was a post. Um, sorry, I have to find this. Somebody posted something that I thought was so interesting, the way they wrote it. Let me find it for you and read it to you. Um, <clears throat> here it is. Uh, I, I won't say who wrote this because uh, I just leave him have his privacy. But he said, I'm reading Hank Hayes' book, You've Been Lied To. It really helps to get an intelligent perspective from someone who has been trapped in AA in the past. Plus, I've dis distanced my friends that are still in the cult. One friend that I've known for a very long time, 30 years before she ever joined AA, is very passive-aggressive in her attempts to get me to go to meetings after I have told her that I am fucking done with this cult. So to counter her passive aggression, I was very vocal. There's simply to be no AA-loaded no AA-loaded lingo no thought-stopping slogans, and no AA anything if she is to come visit. I haven't heard anything from her. I haven't heard anything from her since. I've told her this. And if she chooses AA over our friendship, so be it. I'm at peace. Wow. I mean, I think that's really... I mean, I didn't tell some of the people that, but I actually I acted that way. These are friends of mine in Hawaii who I'd been friends with for like, oh my God, a really long time. 40 years... 40 years since I'm 18. I mean, that's a really long time, 39 years. And, uh, you know, I'm drinking my juice here. I got a green juice. This one's called the Green Easy. Cucumber, red apple, spinach, romaine, kale, and green pepper and lemon. It's really, really delicious. <laughs> it is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm. So a guy replied to his statement that said, thought-stopping slogans are so destructive to one's being. 
I'm thankful I've heard only a few of them, but I don't think about them. What happens with me is a constant war in my head between do I feel normal or did they damage me? Oh, my goodness, this is interesting. And do I really feel strange? And then that stirs up a panic attack and racing thoughts, and then the feelings of my life is over, they ruined me, they now own me, and I'll never have to give up my life for a cult. It's a constant war. Wow. They always called their program brain shampoo, so now I start to wonder, but it's only 144 days that I was there. Wow. I looked over leaving AA here online, and there is a shit ton of material. I never even knew existed, different things they say. It really isn't about the alcohol. It's about the destroying someone and getting them to believe that what they hear is the piece of the puzzle that they were missing. Of course, they would prefer to you stop drinking to attend their ridiculous church sessions, but they won't stop you if you want to drink. Hence, their third tradition stating the only requirement for their membership is to stop drinking. I'm going to keep reading this. It's interesting. The entire thing is a waste of time and life. They even pass a basket, which they got that idea from the Catholic Church, tithes and offerings. Um, Bill Wilson is probably burning in hell. They are all in for a rude awakening someday. They will get where they are going, and like, I'll be quit drinking. Wait, I quit drinking and sat in the metal chair for 60 years and thought I had found God and was set free. The joke's on them. Now, this other guy was only there for three and a half months. But you're right, it does get into your head, which is why I made a conscious effort to distance myself. Time really does heal all wounds. I asked my brother, who was mandated back in the 90s, to Betty Ford, Betty Ford Center. He said, it just eventually wears off, plus he was forced to go. I think it's easier to say fuck off when it's not your choice. I was a fool and listened to my aforementioned friend thinking it was a good idea. Wrong. What a mind fuck. I'm just very grateful I'm gone. Um... So this is a whole thread between these two guys on the deprogramming page. It's very interesting. So people really can have good conversations here. Um, You know, uh, the thing about how quickly... So the original guy who is talking in this thread only went for, what did he say, 100 and something days. And, you know, I was really... That was like the thing that baffled me of how it happened so quickly with people, 90 days or whatever. And so I, and that's why I did that show on terrorism and how Islamic fundamentalists, how they scoop them up fast. So it is, it's really similar in that it's all about the we and the us. And so there's all of that in rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. You know, those who do not recover are cut. And there's also a lot of really shitty things they say about you, you know, that you're constitutionally incapable of being honest with yourself, but you're not at fault. Okay. Oh, my God. Like, what is like that? That is a fucking crazy mindfuck where you're like, you know, you're constitutionally incapable, but you're not at fault. You were born that way. You are like men who have lost their legs. They never grow new ones. Now, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm this is like memorized in my head still. But it doesn't bother me anymore. I have to drink that juice, man. Um, I'm kind of on a little health kick here. Uh, <laughs> getting back in shape. Um, you know, so it's kind of like, um, it's in my head, but it's not like it was in my head before. And I get to use it for, you know, fighting back if I'm out there fighting on the blogs or on the internet or on social media. 
that the the silly things like what they say like oh well it, you know it happens everywhere it happens in the grocery store and i'm like you know it's aa is nothing like a grocery store and if you did what you do in aa you would be sued and you would be uh, taken to jail so um you know if a, if a child gets molested in a coffee area of a meeting place and they don't get shut down there's something really really wrong with that group um, I really like these groups. I really like the people. Um, I wish that we could have some kind of a face-to-face meetup. I, I talked about it. I joked about it. And I was like, you know, what would we call it? We have five minutes left to this show. I'm just doing a quick 30-minute show. I'm going to promise to try to figure out what's going on with the chat room. I don't know how to, you know, all I would say is, uh, let me see. I mean, it's working for me. I know that you have to update your Adobe, like uh, your Adobe Flash, you know, once in a while. So maybe that's just the only thing going on. Uh, remember, there's a show tomorrow. And when is the show? I don't know. It's terrible. What time do they say? It's in the afternoon. Uh, but I will post it after. And I'm going to interview my friend Jeff Amar. A-Y-M-A-R is his last name. Jeff, uh, G-E-O-F-F. And then he's going to interview me. Uh, I'm going to take a break next week. Uh, I'm going to go to where the sand is white and um, the uh, sand dunes are big and the air is clean. So I'll be gone all week. I will be, not be on social media. I will need my friends to, my admins to help me. And I'm sure that they will. Um, let's see. As Terry said it won't open. So I have to open my flash player. Yes. Okay. Uh, hmm. You know, the other thing that's so sad is people talk about uh, the people who've died. And, uh, oh, yeah, so I wanted to talk about one other thing before I get off the air. So I'm working on uh, creating a um, a sizzle reel where we will interview um, a few people, probably three, four, or five people, and they get a short sizzle reel to present to um, major networks and uh, major distribution to get a... Uh, what do you call it, like a six-episode, six a limited series, they call it now. There's plenty of them out there. Mm. Drinking more juice. Uh, yeah. So that's it. Uh, I am really glad to not feel alone. When people find these groups, or sometimes they just find the videos on YouTube, and then they... <clears throat> are able to find us on Facebook, and the blogs have gotten a lot slower, uh, which is really, really interesting. It was the only thing that we had at one point, and now we have Facebook and Twitter, and people are really communicating in these groups. And, uh, you know, I just think that it's fantastic. Um, I, I don't feel alone, and you can tell when people come that they don't feel alone either. And... Uh, I'm going to just give a plug for one, one, more, one more time for Zara. Zara, Zara, Zara. She is running for her district or something. She's out of New York. Uh, seems like a lovely, lovely lady that I haven't met in person, but that doesn't matter, right? There's so many people. It is nice, though, when I have met people in person finally. Zara Levin Fragasso. Okay. So we're going to do, it looks like 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 
which is one o'clock my time. And uh, I think that we're just about done. I want to thank you all for joining me today on Blog Talk Radio Safe Recovery. I want to encourage you to watch the film on Amazon and Hulu. Um, if you want to know more about Naltrexon and the Sinclair Method, uh, Claudia Christian has a great film called One Little Pill. Greg Horvath. And then there's um, The Business of Recovery, another great film that Greg Horvath made about corruption in uh, rehab and sober living, which is what we're going to really tackle in this um, little mini mini series. Uh, all right. And I look forward to... Oh, that is so weird. My phone just started... <laughs> it was super weird. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> My phone started doing something on its own. Um, anyway, my name is Monica Richardson, and this is Blog Talk Radio, Safe Recovery. And uh, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow, the same bat time and the same bat channel. Well, not really, but we're going to do um, 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, 4 o'clock Eastern um, Standard Time to talk to Zara. All right, everybody. Uh, lots of love to you all. And uh, remember that there's other people out here that have left. And find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, say no to AA. Expose AA. Leaving AA. Deprogramming from AA. And then there's two to the safe. Make it safer. All right, everybody. Good night. And thank you. Bye-bye.